we don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. I'm just going to lead this up because I feel like you're a hot mess. I am. So I'm just going to take the lead. <sighs> so, Revzy. Yeah, babe. We've got an update. Oh. So, you know, in last week's ep, how we talked about the groom who was breastfeeding from his mum mm. in the lead up to his wedding. Wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a stress breastfeed. A stress breast. <laughs> yeah. And you got this story from our dear friend, Amy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, I need to fucking verify this shit. Mm-hmm. Is it an urban legend? Mm-hmm. Is it real? My girlfriend, Amy, contacted her photographer friend. Now, she was clear with me about this. It wasn't a friend of a friend's photographer Mm-mm. friend. It's her friend. Her friend, who was the photographer. The photographer okay. who shot this wedding. Anyway, Amy, uh, she got her photographer friend to send her a photo of the couple. Oh, wow. And she sent it to me. Oh, wow. And she said, babe, it's 100% real. Wow. Mm. And uh, what, we do you, what do you look like? <laughs> We shouldn't profile him. Look, we shouldn't profile him, but he had like an Amish-esque beard. Oh. Oh, I didn't even consider the tickle of a beard on your boob oh, <laughs> when I you're can't. breastfeeding your 28-year-old son. Look, one thing that was very apparent to me from this photo is just how young they look. Oh, okay. So then I thought, well, that kind of closes the gap a little bit. <laughs> like, look, he, look, he's not three. <laughs> But he, but he could be like 23. Oh, it's still not okay. It's still not all right. No. Not DLs, all right. if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to jump back and listen to last week's episode. It's quite the story. The title of the app, just to give you a little taste, is <laughs> pun intended, is <laughs> She Caught the Groom Breastfeeding. So, you know, enjoy. Wow, so that's 100% real. Yeah, 100p real. On the opposite side, the poo in a snaplock bag story. I've had Not a real. lot of DMs about, oh, I've heard a version of this. I've heard a version. This is on the internet. A lot of links to stories on the BBC. I still reckon it happened It somewhere. happened in some form. But then people love to claim that they know someone who knew that person. I reckon yeah. that's what's happened. It's a great story. It's fantastic. I always imagined it in Surrey Hills, but maybe it was in Surrey, UK, you know? That's so funny. I know. It does have a Surrey Hills vibe. Yeah. Something about a one-night stand. Something about that. Shall we get into the episode? Definitely. Definitely. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Revzy Reeves. Revs, it's good to be back with you, my honey pie. I've missed you. I have missed you. And You've it's... been off renovating. Oh, have I ever. Mm. Turbo reno. Yeah, it really has been and won't be doing it again in a hurry, yeah, she yeah, says. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. If, if I know you, and I do, and so do the DLs by now, you're always like, I'm never doing this again. Flash forward one week, you're doing it again. So that's fun. Look, fun. I'm not going to make any broad statements that I'll never renovate again because I probably will, but it has been stressful. <clears throat> but it is lovely to sit across from you. I know. Stare into your beautiful blue eyes. Oh, flick, flick. And just be back with my bestie. So I've had an injury in your absence. What? I had a nail injury. Oh, they're the worst. And turns out my whole identity lives in my fingernails. 
I think that's an accurate assessment of yourself because if I'm honest, when I think about Kate Revs, I'm like strong nails. <laughs> strong nails. Yeah. Strong nails, strong teeth, strong bones. Yeah. Real potential for a hand modelling career. No, I'm yes. not a hand model at all, but I do have great nails. You do? Yeah, still got knuckles. Hey, why are you shitting on your fingers? It's fine. Let's, this is not where I wanted to go with this. They're not cigar fingers. They're like cigar? slender cigarettes. Okay. Had a lot of calcium when I was young. Very good nails. Strong. Mm. Strong and long. Don't break easily. In fact, it's sometimes hard to clip them. Yeah. Like strong flex of mine. Many a time I've gone, they're fake. Yeah, yeah. And they're not. Literally until two weeks ago had never had a set of acrylic nails mm. ever before. So, what, But I do get my nails done. It's my thing. Mm-hmm. I know I say it's my thing and I also have three or four other things <laughs> I do, but really it's nails is my thing, isn't it? Look, I think there's something about having your hands manicured yeah. that make you feel like you have your shit together. It just makes me feel put together. And they're always in the frame of yes. view. You know, when you're driving a car, yeah. when you're writing in your notebook, when you're typing on your laptop, your hands are just there. You're just there. And I always like to have my nails did. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I've got good nails, normally my manis last like six weeks. Whoa. They do. They, they don't chip or anything. They grow out, but they don't chip. That's epic. They grow fast. They're strong. All the things. So I always have them done. I wanted to get the color change or something. And I did a mani a little bit early. So, I, but, but not early in terms of manicures. I went like four weeks after my last one. As opposed to your typical six. six. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I went to, I won't name the salon because... I think it was just this one rogue person. Maybe they were new. But you know how now when they take off shellac, Mm. they sort of like, you know, marinate your fingers in the chemicals. Definitely (laughs) going to give us finger cancer one day. And then they sort of use the electronic nail buffer to take off the shellac. Oh, God. So she was taking off the shellac and I was like listening to a podcast or chatting or something. I was doing something absent-minded, not watching. Not that you should have to watch. And I just felt this like incredible pain in my nail bed. And I went and I like flinched and jumped and went <gasps> like that. And she was like, oh, sorry, sorry. And I looked down. She'd gone to the nail bed. And she'd gone th- like a layer through my nail on top of my nail. Oh. Like through. And you know, that's like a torture thing. Yeah. Pulling out yeah, someone's yeah. It was so fucking painful. And I looked and like the whole hand she'd done, the nails were red. Like they looked mm. raw to me. And I was like, oh, my God. And I said, oh, um. That really hurts. And she's like, sorry, sorry. Anyway, she finished it, finished the manicure. The manicure didn't stick, mm. even though it was shellac. It's like, so I'm like peeling and like coming yeah, funny. off. funny. Nail polish doesn't stick to flesh. To fucking flesh. It wasn't flesh. There was still nail there, but it was like she'd taken most of the nail off and there was yeah. this thin, paper thin. papery. And then, so then my nails just started like breaking, breaking and coming right back to the quick. Welcome to my world, babe. Well, yeah, but painful. Mm. And then I was like, I don't even want to go get this shellac taken off because I'm scared of what's underneath. Anyway, of course, picked it off mm. on my couch. At As night, you like, do. Piece by piece. And my nails were fucked, sore, like looked awful. The nails were breaking halfway down Oof. to the point where it was like, just like, and it felt like an injury. Like, this sounds so stupid because it's like a beauty injury. Look, but it's like, a champagne problem, but it is a problem it's nonetheless. It's like when you fuck your skin barrier. Have you ever done that? Absolutely. Yeah. And you're like, I'm injured. <laughs> I've injured myself. Look, to be fair on you, mm. there's a lot of nerve endings in your fingers. Oh, on, my gosh. Especially in your nail beds. It's very fucking painful. It's like a paper cut. Yeah. And I'm not used to like having that 
Anyway, they've grown back. Anyway, I got my first set of acrylic nails for that oh, wedding man. I went to recently. <laughs> desperate I, times well, led you to desperate measures. I had this really cute fit for this wedding, like this great Beck and Bridge dress, really cute shoes, the bag. I just had my hair done. It was all going to come together. And I was like, got to have the nails. And I wanted the glazed donuts that everyone's got, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go get these tips put on. I hated them. Why? They were thick mm. bolt-ons, you know? like yeah, it's I, like, like you can't do your buttons up. Oh, and also I just feel like a stripper. I'll be <laughs> honest. No shade to strippers. You do you. But, like, it's not really my vibe. I'm more of a, like, sometimes put together mum who goes to work two days a week. You know? Like, that's my vibe. Because I wanted glazed donut, they were, like, chromey, kind of iridescent. Mm-hmm. And then they did the almond shape. Beautiful. Yeah, but they they looked like stick-ons. Okay. They and were if, too thick, maybe? But, but this is the thing. I reckon your nails at their worst are still most people's nails at best. Right, yeah. So then for you to add acrylic on top of that. Yeah, I was not a fan. Like it felt – and then I just like – all I could do was like tap things all the time. I was just like – Mm. on everything all the time and it, actually it became really handy for like scratching <laughs> that's good <laughs> but I just like silver I'm like, linings I'm like is my whole personality wrapped up in my fingernails anyway have I, you got a nail recovery care program yes. to like regrow and yes. strengthen them yes I do yeah talk it up well, first of all I think you just have to grow them out when they're that fucked I'm looking at your nails right now and you do have a polish on them yes so I got the tips soaked off after a while I let them grow out of it because I thought I cannot keep like putting things on these nails they're just not going to make it but they'd grown out to the point where I looked underneath and could see my real nail like poking through poking through and I was like I think we're good had them soaked off I've been putting I know I always harp on about bloody go-to face hero Mm -hmm. but you know it cured Teddy's eczema yeah so anything that's like a health skin situation so you go to your go-to I go to my go-to so I was just putting that on all the nail beds and massaging it in and like it it has it they've they've come back they look good to me yeah so I just got uh, just they're short but they're they're all right they're all right anyway they're still a little bit flaky here and there and I'm like Never. Like, can you request to not have that like like sander yeah. on your fingers? It's hackers. It's hackers. I've had it a few times and I've had the same experience. I don't know why they're doing it. It's quick or whatever, but yeah. it's like that's, that feels fucking dangerous. There will be a percentage of DLs who listen to this who are like, fucking just don't get your fucking nails done, you no, loons. my thing. All the chemicals and yeah. then putting it under that sunbed. It's totally a sunbed. <laughs> yeah, it is for your hands for sure. Do you put sunscreen on before yeah, you go and get I your do. life? I really want to try Builder in a Bottle. Same. Everyone talks about it. Apparently it's great for nail care. Mm. It's a good base product to work Can you explain what it is? For the no, deep? I don't know. I've never had I'll, it. I'll, I will. Okay, you do it. It's like, it comes like a nail polish but it's thicker like a glue almost and you paint it on your nail and then it's got like a mold mm. and you press the mold down on top of your nail and it creates the shape oh, it sets and then you file it to what you want revs we seriously need to go on a nail date to okay. that amazing place in the northern beaches okay yes what's it called i'm gonna give her a shout out not because i've experienced this nail salon but i think they offer up some boss nail inspo art on cool. their Instagram and she's famous for using BIAB, oh, Builder in a Bottle. So I want to give her a go. Gone. But this is not <laughs> my not spawn, but maybe it should be. But her Instagram is Studio M, but it's at underscore studio dot M. Cool. And her studio looks beautiful and oh, nail studio. Yeah. Sounds I mean, my jam. Revs, let me show you a photo of her studio. Oh, cool. So you know how I gave shade to, <laughs> to our local oh nail God 
person for the wallpaper, the fake brick wallpaper yeah. that they had. Yeah, Studio M, look, she's got some style. It depends what you want from your beauty appointments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people really want the full experience of like the decor and the atmosphere and like it's a real treat or whatever. I'm just like, who does a good job? Yeah. And often it's Vietnamese ladies. It just 100%, is. 100%. Yeah. It's their jam. It's their wheelhouse. Yeah. There's a reason why their nail salons pop up here, there and everywhere and people frequent them. Like I get it. Yeah. But I, I'm keen to try this place. Yeah. Let's we should do a treat. Such a date. Anyway, what a story. Do you know what I don't have time for? What do you have time for, Rebsy? Another callback to an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. Um, look, guys, I don't know if you remember, but around uh, ooh, February, wasn't in a great place. <laughs> Wasn't in a great place. I can confirm this. <laughs> I was in a really... Uh, hardcore spiral. Hardcore spiral, post-breakup, newly single, aggressively dating. It wasn't good. It wasn't a good shade on it me. It was a time. It was a time. Really hard into my woo-woo, really needing that full moon to come through. Oh, I feel like I remember this story now. And uh, combine all those things together. Yep. Went out, got hammered, drank way too much champagne with my girlfriend Karina Came home in a great mood. I was like, you know what I need to do? It's a full moon. It's a new moon. I'm going to sage my apartment. Do you remember this? This is such a good story. Oh my God. Cut to the fucking fire department turning up because I didn't put my sage out properly in my whole apartment. Well, basically, DLs, she passed out <laughs> with the sage still burning, filling her entire apartment with sagey smoke. And the fire department came. They were cute. It was a great time. You know, and I, answered, I was answered the door, still a little bit buzzed in my undies. They were like, hey. I'm like, what's up, guys? Thinking like there's something going on on the street. And they're like, is everything all right in there? They came in. My whole bedroom was full of stage. I was like, oh, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm the problem. And I literally heard the like chief (laughs) firefighter radio down to his mate. It's okay, mate. It's just a just a drunk saging. (laughs) Anyway, great content. Such good content. Horribly embarrassing story. Oh, my God. I love that we're about to have an extension of this story. It's titillating. I got a bill. I got a bill in my post box. Wait. For the call out. From the fire department. Yes, from my strata. Holy shit. Want to take a crack at how much it costs when the fire department come out to put out your sage? I mean, I've got some thoughts on this in terms of you pay your taxes. Fire department is a public service. Right? We'll get to you that. You got a bill? We'll get to that. But how much? I remember when I was at uni, it was $400 if the fire department got called out. And we were always like, don't set off the fire alarms because you'll be charged 400 bucks. So I was like, okay. Which when you're in uni. Fucked up. Is, yeah. That's like rent. $1,700. What? $1,700 Australian dollars plus GST. <laughs> you are kidding me. $1,700. That's a joke. Expensive manifestation. Okay, I am sorry. (laughs) I need to drop in here and just say that whole experience of the fire department being called, them rocking up. Now, there is a fire department in Manly. Yeah. So they would have driven what? Down the hill. Down the hill. One minute. Let's call it one minute. Turned up to your apartment, walked up your stairs, 10 seconds, opened the door, chatted to you. You would have gone, oh, sorry, sage smoke, <laughs> drunk person, passed out. And they would have gone, it's all good, chief. Yeah. Just a drunk saging. <laughs> that whole. Another drunk bitch manifesting on the full moon. <laughs> <laughs> so that whole experience. Yeah. 
would have taken, let's say, half an hour tops. Sure, but it's resources. Do you know what I mean? It's like obviously they have to like get their oxygen tanks on their back. Like they were kidding no, up. No, they were no, ready no. for a full house fire. <laughs> Revs, that shit is always ready to go. Right, okay. That wasn't like something they put together just for you. And then it's used or whatever. It's like, yeah. Do you know what I'm waiting for? DLs to slide on in and yeah, go, yeah. my partner's a, a firefighter. firefighter. And like actually legit, like yes. no shade there. Like it's a genuine and obviously being called out to that. I was embarrassed because I was like, what if there's a real fire raging somewhere and they're here looking at me and my undies being a hippie and I've like wasted time and resources. Yes. However, I'm with you. I'm a taxpayer, pay tons of tax. Mm-hmm. Isn't that why we have them? And then are we also charged on top of that for yeah. a call out? Like that's steep though. It's 70, really like steep. I 500, guess I'd be like, oh, that blows revs. But yeah, yeah that's pro- probably what it costs the two firemen on duty plus the chief and that time. Well, it's probably there to deter people, like to make people more responsible. 500 bucks is a deterrent, <laughs> yeah, babe. I, know. I get $120 fine on the rare occasion and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I just threw cash out my car window. Well, I straight up can't afford it. No. So I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, them an email and was like I need to know what my options are here because single mum mm-hmm. like family budget is tight and balanced as is just simply cannot afford this plus it's, uh, it's uh, not to get in the nitty-gritty of it I would like to stay in the funny part of the story but <laughs> basically I'm in a building that is duly zoned mm-hmm. so we have commercial down the bottom residential up top it's a really old 1930s building we have a lot of fire safety stuff in the building because it's not built to be fire safe and Mm. we don't have a lift and there's no fire exits so we have a lot of alarms Mm. and it is a sensitive building but also it was broken and there was no sound yeah i was gonna say because if if your alarm went off in your apartment you 100 percent would have woken woken up up and and then got the old tea towel and waved it over the alarm open all the windows yeah yes but you didn't get that opportunity because it was broken and like a month later they came and fixed it and now the sound is back and it's all fixed right Mm. so i'm like well if it was faulty yeah can am I, I get, at fault? Can I get off? And like, I am at fault. <laughs> <laughs> but like, can I not be at fault to set to the tune of $1,700? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have it. I no, don't have it. No, that's an absurd amount of money. It and it's not even insane. fun money. That's like, oh, cool. Here's $1,700 for something that happened yesterday. And you're not even someone who likes to pay for their meal after you've eaten it. <laughs> She's obsessed with this detail. I love it. It's my favourite thing ever. No, I don't like to pay for things after the fact. I like to pay ahead. Yeah. And, and then, then enjoy done. it. And then enjoy it. Yes. So, you know, did not lay down a deposit for this saging. <laughs> what a shame, babe. Anyway, I just, like, you know those myths, sometimes you get a fine or whatever and you just got to eat it. But this is like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't think many people. But can they make me? Like, will I be end up in court over this? I think it's good you've emailed them and disputed. Have they come back? No. Okay. Maybe it'll just go away. It might, but can you keep us updated? I will, but because it's come through Strata, that you know what Strata's are like. They bill you three times. Then there's debt collectors. Like, how do I get to a human and be like, guys? No can do. No, nah, I reckon Strata is good because everything's slow through Strata, so mm. you can be slow to pay. <sighs> I think just bide your time and just keep emailing and um, just beg for forgiveness. Maybe I should use my friend Georgie, who's a professional Karen, to get me out of this one. Yeah, everyone needs that Do you that have a friend. professional Karen friend? Yeah, Sim. Yeah. Okay, so my mate Georgie is like, you got a problem and you just don't have it in you to fight it. She's like, I've got it in me and I've got all the time in the world. Send me the email. <laughs> They're the squeaky wheels of the world. And you know what? Oh, they get it done. They fucking get the oil. I know. They really do. All right, Georgie. 
Yeah, we're, we're going to task you with something. Expect an email or a phone, a phone call. Expect a phone call. I need your help. I need to be out of this Dude, deal. Dude, you are not paying $1,700. do it. That's like 10 nail appointments over three it's years. It's like a year worth of mush. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, mush is after school care for those I love that you went for mush and I went for nails. Yeah. Could you give up your nails? It'd be like two years of nails. Yeah, it would be. Oh, God. I'd have to give up my nail. Nah, no, can't no, do it. No. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I can't pay my sage, my drunk staging bill because I really need my manicures. Okay. Do you understand? Hashtag priorities, people. Speaking of people who can write emails, mm-hmm. I know we haven't done your what you don't have time for yet. I don't really have one, Revs. I am a corpse warmed up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, can I tell another story? Absolutely. It's just like story time with Gem and Revs today. No, I think it's just story time with Revs slash right. a little bit of interjection for Gem every now and then because that's all I've got to give today, if I'm honest. Not I have time for. What do you have time for, babe? My mate, Crazy Lisa. Oh, yeah. Love Crazy Lisa. Now, we all need a Crazy Lisa. I was about to say, everyone needs that hotter, hot mess friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to make you feel slightly normal. Warm mess. Yeah. Warm mess. Every time I think I'm unraveling, I'm a mess, I'm a house of cards falling down, everything's a mess, I cannot keep adulting, I think, you know what? Could be worse, could be Lisa. <laughs> I hope you all have a crazy Lisa. And DLs, just before you rage on revs about shitting on her friend, this is not done behind her back. Lisa's cool with this chat. I've checked. Yeah, we've checked. She knows I call her crazy Lisa. I constantly publicly shame her on my Instagram. I She told me this casually yesterday, this story, and I was like, what can I please put this on the podcast? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll send you the email. So she's she's cool. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not hanging her out to dry. Let me set up my friend Lisa for you. So Lisa and I met in our very first mother's group. Her son, Harry, and my daughter, Isla, were born a week apart. So we were thrust together in our community mother's group. We became fast, tight friends. We spent almost every day together of my four months maternity leave, meeting up, getting a coffee, walking to the beach, you know, like tandem parenting. It's so special when you find those people in your mother's group. What a gift. Gift. Her and two other friends from that mother's group, we are still besties friends for life, thick as thieves, you know, you're in the trenches together, you just get it. And you have kids the exact same age. And just to further set the scene, Revsy was heavily reliant on her mother's group friends. Um, For any new DLs who aren't up to scratch on this, Revs was the first in our group of friends to have a child. By a few years. Yeah. Yeah. So Revs couldn't lean on us for, you know, you can't possibly expect someone who's never experienced motherhood to truly get the pits of hell that you're walking through in that first year of motherhood, especially. And as for Crazy Lisa and my two other friends, one of us was already a mum, Karina. She was already a mum. So she was like our good mum of the Mm -hmm, group. mm -hmm. And then me and Lisa were hardcore wallet mums. And our other friend, also called Lisa, was a wallet mum too. My Crazy Lisa, though, is actually a good mum wrapped in wallet mum. Like she's actually an amazing mum, totally understands babies and newborns. She's a nurse by trade. So she's about to be a lawyer. She's just like one of those incredibly smart, high-functioning people that's also a little bit unhinged. Now, Lisa and I have become extra close in the last few years because she is also navigating separation and divorce. She's remarried now. She got married at a cafe. Wow, she really didn't fuck around. Girlfriend is 29 weeks pregnant. Like, let me just tell you about crazy Lisa, you know. Whatever you think you're doing that's crazy, Lisa can one-up you. (laughs) Now, as I said, 29 weeks pregnant, just got remarried. She is not only a mum to two boys, she is also a stepmom to another boy. And now she's carrying a boy with her new husband. So wow. blending the family. All at once, this has happened. It's like marriage, pregnancy. They're trying to find somewhere to live. This is just 
blowing my mind a little bit, Revs, because you give me updates every now and then of Crazy Lisa because I love those stories. I swore she was on a dating spree not long ago and I can't handle that now she's married and 29 weeks pregnant. Your life can change very quickly. Wow. Radically fast. Yeah, she was on a dating spree probably when I first separated from my ex-husband. So we've really like... We only we not only had mothers group together, we've also now become like divorce buddies. Yeah. Okay. And there was a nice little crossover time where we were both it was crazy Kate and crazy Lisa. And we yeah. were both like dating aggressively and absolutely falling apart and crying to each other on FaceTime every day. Getting COVID and being on our own. Like, you know, we've done yeah. a lot together. Anyway, we were chatting yesterday. Sometimes we just FaceTime while we're working from home and just chat about shit while we're typing or whatever. She's just gone on maternity leave from her very big job. So she used to be a nurse. As I said, she's training to be a lawyer, but she also has this, I won't name the company because <laughs> I feel like that might be a step too far, but she has a medical rep job, right? Big, busy, important job, a lot of responsibilities. Now, <laughs> she just casually mentioned to me, she's like, oh, just got an email from HR. So funny. You won't believe what I did last week. I was like, what? She's like, oh, Nothing. It's just like I still have a work phone that I was supposed to send back and IT were chasing me for it, asking why they hadn't got it back. And I wrote a bit of an unhinged email. I was like, oh, what? And she's like, oh, let me read you some of it. Would you like to hear some DMs? I can't wait. So basically the email from IT went like this. Hi, Lisa. Is there any reason why you have not returned the faulty iPhone 12 after receiving your replacement iPhone 13? This company, I won't say it, policy requires employees to return any owned devices in a timely manner. Please return your old phone to factory settings and return it before the 7th of October. Now, I understand that's not a warm email. No. But it's also incredibly professional and direct, right? Yes. Fine. Totally acceptable to get an email like that from IT. Company policy is a company policy. They're just following up. But my friend Crazy Lisa is jack full of hormones. She's moving house. She, oh, she's moving, she's moving and house. 29 weeks. That's she just aggressive. got married in a cafe at 7 a.m. Did I mention that? She's, yeah, 29 weeks pregnant. She is a stepmom and a mum of two boys. She's a busy lady. Yeah, she's got shit going on. Girlfriend's at capacity. She is spinning a lot of plates. <laughs> you know what? iPhone 12 somehow seems a little insignificant in the scheme of her life at the moment. And the guy from IT, his name was Stephen, he wrote this email at 6 p.m. Now, she thought that was unreasonable. <laughs> It was like Stephen's last email of the day. Yeah. And she decided to write back to Stephen. Uh, I won't give you the whole email because it's, I'm going to guess, 12 pages long. (laughs) Give us the footnotes. But I'll give you the opening and then a bit of a taste. This is how it starts. Hello, Stephen. Thank you for your very direct email. Given you've asked, there are a few reasons. Yes. Let me walk you through them. Now, she's numbered them. (laughs) Oh, my God. Revs is still scrolling. (laughs) I think we get up to 18 points. But let me just give you the highlights. She starts with this. This is how she starts this professional email to her colleague. I have been in a lengthy legal battle with my ex-husband to relocate our children to a school closer to where he and I both live. This is a 45-minute distance from my current home, where my rental property was, also where the phone has been. I maintained the property at the advice of my lawyer, but hadn't lived there for close to eight months. Living between two properties, working full-time with two children and a stepson and a demanding schedule has been a bit of a challenge, Stephen. Number two. Stephen at the end, so passag. Also, point one... This is deep already. We're getting deep. TMI already. Already. It wasn't overly clear why my schooling dispute was dragging out. But a month ago, my ex-husband finally explained it all. (laughs) New partnerships and blended families are also, as it turns out, quite the minefield, Stephen. (laughs) And thankfully, finally we reached an agreement. But then my lawyer's mother passed away. And so, my God. And everything stalled again. His lawyer is a bit of a jerk. 
But then so is my ex-husband. So aside from being stuck between two houses and two worlds, our children don't have enrollments anywhere now for the school year. Anyway, it goes on about the schooling. Point three. (laughs) My God. My current husband, I love that she calls him her (laughs) current current husband, is also over three years into quite possibly the most hideous divorce proceedings I've ever seen. Not sure if you were married, Stephen, but as it turns out, getting divorced is quite a punish. I want to know more about Stephen now. Imagine if he was like, yeah, can relate. Yeah, yeah can yeah, relate. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Lisa. Yeah, Get me sorry. the phone whenever you can. Anyway, goes on and on about her husband's um, lengthy family law matter. <laughs> Point four. I finally made the decision to evacuate the rental property north of here, where the phone is. However, as you know, I'm pregnant and packing and storing everything was quite labour intensive and I needed help to do this. So everything was boxed up, not all by me, and the phone was packed up. It's in a box. Let's go to point eight. It's been a bit crazy, to be honest, Stephen, and the (laughs) the countless legal delays meant limbo, which meant everything has been in storage between two houses for months. It's a wonder I'm still sane, Stephen. Are you still sane? At this point, Stephen's like, babe, this is is the opposite of sanity. Let's Um, continue to point 11. Oh, my God, she's so unhinged. I finally had the storage container shipped to the new property. Basically, she goes on to say, we bought a house and then there were snakes in the roof, Stephen. I've attached images for you. Reference and she has. She's attached three photos of snakes in her ceiling. I for can't, Stephen in IT. I can't handle the repetition of Stephen's it's name. So aggressive. It is. It's really aggressive. If you know her, it's hilarious. If you don't, though, and I don't know if Stephen from IT knows Crazy Lisa, I think he would have been like, What the, the fuck? fuck? Do you know how many people? He has screenshotted this email I was like, and sent it to. I am so surprised you haven't ended up on Reddit or TikTok or somewhere going well, she's viral. ended up on a podcast, so <laughs> there's still time. This is this extraordinary. Is my, this might be my favourite point. <laughs> point 22. I'm approaching 40, Stephen, and I don't know, remember being the size of a house with my last two pregnancies, but boy, am I massive now. My OB is a lovely little portly Egyptian fellow who routinely tells me off for being too active. So to move and lift and sift through boxes hasn't been something I'd highly prioritise, but I don't really want to lift a box, Stephen. I don't know what box the phone is in, Stephen. I also don't really fit in the storage area to rifle through. But this this feels urgent for you. I will do my best. (laughs) Pass ag. Oh, my God. She also attached pictures of the storage <laughs> unit for Stephen so he could get some context. I got to say it. I, I feel sorry for Stephen. But there's more to the story. And if he got if he sent that email off at six, I don't know what time Lisa replied. What time did she Let's reply? See what time she replied. Was it like at midnight? She sent the. How long did it take her to write it? Oh, I think it's about 9 p.m. 9 p.m. And I said to her, babe, this must have taken some time at any point. When you were writing this email, did you stop and think, maybe I won't send this? Do you know what her answer was? No. No. <laughs> We've all written those emails, haven't we? I have. I don't even know if I've written them. I might voice them. No, I've written them. I've written emails that I've never sent and I just needed to trauma dump onto a page. This is how she, she closes out the email. So the short answer... <laughs> After an essay. Is yes, I have the phone. There's quite a few reasons why the phone isn't in your hands yet, Stephen. I'm sorry for the delay and I'll do what I can to find it, provided it doesn't put me in premature labour. Enjoy the long weekend, Lisa. (laughs) Now, she forgot that she sent this email. That's the fun part. Baby brain. Yesterday was a Wednesday and she's like on the phone to me. She's like, oh, HR's just calling me. I'll call you back. Casually takes the call and it's HR, the head of HR. She's like... Um, I need to ask, are you okay? <laughs> She's like, what? Why? <laughs> she just forgot. 
forgotten that she trauma dumped on Stephen from IT. And she's like, um, we received a forwarded email from IT. And I she's don't like, blame oh. Stephen. Stephen's like, I don't know how to I handle this. I don't have this. the tools for this yeah. crazy bitch. Yeah. So he's just forwarded it straight to HR, which Good on you, Stephen. It's like, kind of the right thing to do. It was do. definitely the right move. And I just like, I had so many questions for Lisa yesterday. I was like, you need to tell me what part of your brain was just like, it doesn't matter. I can just send this. Do you ever want to work again? Like, yeah. are you trying to burn this down? Like, what does your boss think of? Are you comfortable with your colleagues thinking of you as this fucking crazy? And she's like, babe, I own my crazy. Everyone in my life knows how crazy I am. My husband knows. My colleagues know. My friends know. My kids know. Don't fuck with crazy Lisa. And I'm like, respect. Mad respect. Mad respect. respect. It reminds me so much of this Tinder meme of someone who just had jack of being on Tinder and like having to like like hide her true self in order to date people. And she changed her Tinder bio to this. I'm very sick of pretending to be cool and laid back girl. So boys want to date me. I'm insane. I'm literally balls to the wall insane. And that is okay. Pussy is immaculate. Head game is otherworldly. I will treat you right. And I will also cry every day. High risk, high reward. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to be Lisa's profile. And it's like... Thank you. Yes. Thank yes. you. We're all unhinged. And like you know that what? On the inside. No. We're just cosplaying a normal human being on the outside. <laughs> but no one's flying in blind with her. It's like reverse <laughs> catfishing. No, I'm all about it. Put your worst oh. self out there and it's only up from hey, there. She said her pussy is immaculate and her head game is tight. You know, like it's high risk, high reward. <laughs> I will cry every day. <laughs> I wish that I could own my crazy to that level and just be like, hey, yeah. Like, and Lisa's right. She's not full of shit. I've seen her. I've seen some texts she sent to her husband. He's literally sent her text back going, being married to you is a day-to-day carnival and I'm here for it. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Wow. I can't believe she found her fit so quickly. Well, not so. I mean, it's been a journey. Oh, has it? Yeah, it's been a journey. She dated some fucking frogs before Mm. she kissed that prince you know and she had to go through a lengthy divorce and all Mm. the things that go with it like it's not been it's by no means been a walk in the park which is potentially why she's so fucking crazy but she always was crazy and that's Mm. what i love about her there's a charm to it you know i can see how the guy charm to it you know i love what you see is what you get there's a lot of bullshit on social media could you really be do you think you could really be what you see is what you get i don't think i could i could feel like a day and then I'd be like, okay, okay, pull it together, pull it together, get your manicure, put your fucking face on and pretend to be a normal human being. Look, my husband can attest to this. He gets the full 360 gamut of I'm sure me. he does. But, like, imagine putting it out into the world, like, you know what? You can just roll the dice with me. I don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> At least we're part of a movement where everyone is owning their shit a little bit more. Uh, I hope so. You know, being unapologetic. There was a time where people wouldn't talk about when they had their period. I know. You know, and now it's like, yeah, it's that time of the month and I'm fucking not feeling great and I need a day off. Things are changing. We're progressing. We're evolving. About bloody time. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Iggy's testosterone surges. Oh, okay. How old now? So Iggs is two and three quarters, if we're going to get really What's accurate. that in months? Like two and nine months. Yep. He'll be three and three months. Yep. There you go. So and he's 35 months old. <laughs> 
You hate when people say that. I hate people that do that. He's fucking two. I can't be friends with those people. (laughs) Even people who are like, they're 23 months. I'm like, they're a month shy of two. Just say two, okay? (laughs) So Iggy, my docile dumpling bao bun chiller Mm -hmm. has started having these surges Mm. where he comes up to me. And he just wrestles the shit out of me and hits and bites me and in roars. one sitting. Is he raw yet? Roars, roars. in your face. Yeah. The other thing is he'll pick up a knife <laughs> off the table and go, <laughs> like a pirate. Cute. It's cute, but then it's like, okay, cool your jets, mate. Yeah. Like, yeah. first of all, this isn't who you really are. Oh, but is isn't it? Who it? Yeah. Maybe it is. This is what I'm wondering. Maybe his real self is coming through. Maybe his Tinder profile is going to be like, <laughs> I'm fucking ball to the wall crazy. I might cut you. You never know. This screams Army Hammer vibes oh, and let's fuck. hope not. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, but like legit, it's a side of him I've never seen. And yeah. I was shooketh yeah. the first time he roared at me. The testosterone surge is very, very real in yes. boys. And you can see them not handling it. No. Like their whole physical body clenches and shakes and their face contorts and yes. they make a noise at you. And it's like they're not doing it to be funny. No. They're not doing it to like pretend to be a dinosaur. It's like I need to move this energy mm-hmm. out of my body and yeah. mum, you're going to cop it because this is my safe space. It's completely visceral for him. Yeah. I can see that. And sometimes it is in a playful nature. Sometimes there's maniacal laughing and he just needs to fucking wrestle me on the couch. Like he just full body slams me and then it's like and me body slammed me back you know and then I go I grab him and I pound him down and he's like laughing loving and he's like again again (laughs) like a crazy kid does he have any boyfriends Um, that he can wrestle with you know what it's like with a second born you know how your first born dictates the social calendar (laughs) of your kids yes and then your second born just kind of slots in yes he's got a few friends but not Many. Like, it's funny, like with Raph, I knew who her social group was yep. and then took her to all those parties and then became friends with those yep. parents. But with Iggs as a second born, he's had to just kind of tag along. Mm. So, like, if he were to have his th- three year old party, I honestly wouldn't know who to invite. Just Rafa. <laughs> just Rafa. He's got a best girlfriend at daycare. Her name's Harlan. Girl, like, he's not going to wrestle Harlan. He might. And she'll be like, wait, whoa. Yeah. Where'd this come from? Well, if Harlan's anything like a Rafa, you know, she'll give it back as good as she takes it kind of thing. Yeah. I remember when Ted had this, he was at daycare with a lot of boys mm-hmm. and it was great. They kind of like let them like run loose and he would like do it at home to me and I'd be like, ah, funny and like push him on the bed. That was his favorite thing is like jump up and wrestle me and I'd push him back on the mm. bed and he'd come for me again and I'd push him back on the bed. That was fun. My sister has two boys. So she has the double testosterone surge situation. Okay. She pulls the cushions off the couch, makes a pile and goes, go, go to town. It. Just yeah. fucking go for yeah. it. And they just wreck each other. Yeah, I imagine they do. But once Iggy's got it out of his system, mm-hmm. it's like he exhales and then he's like back to his little oh. dumpling docile self. It's bizarre. It and then bizarre. sits in the corner and reads a book. I think 18 months is the, f- is that the first one or the first noticeable one? Well, everything's come late mm-hmm. for our Iggy. Mm-hmm. So I would say his very first surge was just after he turned two. Oh, and I was like, okay. oh, this is new. For him, that was probably the 18 month one. Yes. Yeah. And then now he's two and three quarters. I'm like, Like, he literally comes up to me and bites at my jumper. Mm. He would never bite me, but he'll... That's lucky. Yeah. But he'll chow down on my jumper and, and like, shake his head like a rabid dog. It's really aggressive. Yeah. 
but then he laughs and then I'm like, no biting. And then he goes, no biting <laughs> with like the most intense smile, laugh, cackle. It's weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I think knowing it's a chemical thing is helpful because you're kind of like, okay, crazy. Like, yeah. This is not your fault. Yeah. And we know firsthand what it's like to be overrun mm-hmm. by hormones, hormonal surges yeah. and estrogen and testosterone, all those things from pregnancy and ovulation and periods and all that kind of stuff. We know that feeling where you're like, you know, you're being crazy, but you actually can't stop it. No. So exactly. You can kind of empathize with their little boy bodies. A hundred P. And you know what? I I don't want to generalize, but I'm going to generalize. But I actually find Iggy's testosterone surges easier to manage than Rafa's emotional turmoil. Oh, totally. Because that just goes on and And on on and on and on. And then I'm trying to come up with new tactics. And you feel like you have to buy in to the emotional one. Whereas with the testosterone surge, you're kind of like, cool, you go do that over there. See you when you're done, dino. Dude, do you know how much pressure there is on a mum these days to like care? <laughs> yes. You know I mean? Yes, I'm aware. Like, like <laughs> we have to fucking hold space oh. and hear out their feelings. Yeah. And <laughs> who's holding space for my feeling? You know, there is a lot of pressure <laughs> to be good mums. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah. And those four-year-old emotions are oh. bullshit. It's like it doesn't matter, babe. <laughs> Let it go. Oh, like often it's to do with the shoes. Yeah. You know, like if I can't find the other gumboot and I'm like, just wear your sneakers. And it's a catastrophic meltdown, meltdown over yeah. that. Mm. It's exhausting. I find hers much more drank. With Iggy, I'm like, all right, I'm going to wrestle you back. I'm going to get in the <laughs> ring with you. And it lasts 10 minutes and yeah. then it's done. Just another way men are a little more simple. Yeah, they us, really are. Uh, us crazy leases yeah, yeah, of yeah. the world. <laughs> Raph definitely has crazy Lisa potential. I don't know. No, nah. okay. I think Raph has enough of your straighty 180 husband's sensibleness okay. and like logic. And like, I know she's a gecko and a mountain goat and like yeah. she climbs shit and stuff, but she's actually quite normal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. She, like, yes. I mean, she is a normal four year old for sure. Yeah. But I just, I'm exhausted. Dealing with the emotional geography of her mind at the moment (laughs) and the questions. I mean, that's just, you don't want to open that box because every time you answer a bit of a very complicated existential, (laughs) what is the point of living question for a four-year-old, it just begs for more questions and more answers and I'm drained by it. I know, but that is our kind of job. It is. (laughs) To shepherd these little... Subscribe to this life. Yeah, we've got to kind of lead these kids through this uh, existential crisis that we call life. Mm. It's funny. Have you had the like, wait, will I die yet? Oh, the obsession with death at the moment. Oh, right. Yeah. It was four. It was four for Teddy as well. Mm -hmm. It was three for Isla. Mm -hmm. And it was like working out. They're like, yeah, everybody will die one day. Wait a minute. Does that mean you will die, mummy? Mm -hmm. And does that mean I will die? Yeah. And then like, hang on, hang on, hang on. And then Isla's now in the kind of like, if there are planets and there's a universe, what's beyond the universe? And I'm like, well, other universes and other solar systems, but we don't really know. It probably goes a lot further than we know about. And she's like, what? Mm. (laughs) Like... Just coming to grips with the tininess. Yeah, I think it's good for them. They're very self-centric like little humans. Totally. But do you remember that that reckoning of like, wait a sec, I'm Mm, insignificant and I will die and no one will remember me. (laughs) Again, healthy on the ego. (laughs) I think it's humbling. 
and good for them <laughs> to have that reckoning. But then we're like holding space for the wrong shoes. <laughs> the two things don't go together. No, they really don't. Maybe it's problematic. We should, maybe we should just say that every time they have a meltdown. Like, You're a speck a, in the universe. You will die and no one will remember you. It doesn't matter what shoes you wear. I just want a parent like that. Oh. Actually, a story has come to mind. When I was up north yeah. in Cabarita, I took the kids to a play centre. Oh, I saw. It was a trampoline centre. It was very actually. hard for you. <laughs> Look, they're not my favourite places. I okay? enjoy your stories so much when you're like, oh, my God, I'm at a play centre. Can you believe it? Yes, you have two, <laughs> two kids, kids under four. Look, I can believe it. I didn't. No one prepared me for park life, Okay. Not the fucking awesome concert where everyone's on acid. I'm talking about fucking touring de park world of Australia when you have children. Anyway, for those who don't have kids. But you make it look so beautiful with your Jack Johnson and your sunsets yeah. and your swinging. It's my job, babe. On Instagram, I'm a content creator. What do you expect? I have aspirational park life. <laughs> <laughs> Truth anyway, be told. Sorry, say that. Truth be told, it's just a journey through hand, foot and mouth land it that really is indoor is. play centres. Look, took Rafa to bounce. She frothed. I was like, yeah, this is an energy burn. I'm happy to drive an hour to get there. Drain those batteries. Hashtag worth it. But I love people watching. Okay. And um, I was a little bit confronted right. by something I saw. There oh. was a, a young mum. She had like shocking, not shocking as in bad shocking, but shocking red hair. Okay, like yeah. what you sported once mm-hmm. upon a time. Bright red hair. Yeah, bright red hair. And I was taken aback by how young she was. And she had a two-year-old girl. And I thought, oh, gosh, young mum, because the babe, the two-year-old was calling her mum. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the two-year-old wasn't listening to mum, kept jumping on this trampoline runway, which was reserved for kids to take turns on to then jump into this pile of whatever. Mm-hmm. The mum, straight up, in front of everyone, smacked her. <gasps> Ooh. Mm, mm, and then pinched her ear and walked her out, pinching her ear. Like old something out school. of old school, like hectic 50s, 60s vibes. Oliver. <laughs> Oliver. Yeah. Holy no, truly. shit. Yeah. Oh, that is shocking. It was. It was. And I was like, fuck, we have resources now yeah. on how to handle this. And I understand you're probably having a bad day, but I guess I was struck by how young she was. And I wonder if she's not listening to the podcast or reading the blogs. <laughs> not to our podcast. She's not getting. No, no, no. To the podcast, the yeah, Parenting yeah, yeah. with a Capital P podcast, yeah. you know, that serve a purpose. Yeah. Uh, we definitely don't dish out advice. But I thought, how interesting that that mm. still that kind of behavior does actually does exist mm. like I thought that was kind of not the done thing and everyone kind of knew that yeah I mean don't want to judge her don't know no. what her scenario is if she's exactly. a young mum you just don't know how that baby came into her life what she's doing to manage well her partner was there okay because then he came up with an ice cream. <laughs> wow. That's confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> like smacked and ear tweaked oh. and then handed an ice Maybe cream by her dad. good cop, bad cop set up. Oh. All I know I'm is that. trying to give the benefit of the doubt. You but are. I'm actually hard against corporal punishment of any kind. Same. It's like we teach kids violence is not the answer. And then we're like hitting our most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like, no. <laughs> not okay. No, not okay. But I was like, fuck. Like that little girl just absolutely. And she was really. Really hurting her ear and I was like oh I really wanted to say something but obviously it didn't feel it was my place but then I was like oh can I give you some resources to better handle this situation (laughs) imagine if you'd walked up no no she would have told me to fuck right off can I give you some resources (laughs) I mean we've all seen the rogue 
badly behaved, quote unquote, like little boy in a soft play mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've seen parents like yell at their kids. Like mm-hmm. I've seen a mum in Woolworths being yeah. like, how many times have I told you you're not to take it? You know, like mm-hmm. really like and, and in those moments, I'm like, oh, you've had a bad day. And that yeah. was the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back in that moment. And you know you weren't your best self. And what's worse when it gets ignored or when it gets heavily punished? I think it being ignored and letting every other kid Every other docile or everything in between kid in the play center cop that violence Mm. is worse. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, what do you do when you see, like, pretty full-on old-school parenting like Mm. that? I don't know. I guess it's not our place, but I don't know. Is it not? I I don't know. I couldn't help but feel – I felt uncomfortable and quite protective of that two-year-old because literally all she did was run onto a trampoline that she wasn't supposed to. Now, as I said, she was two years old. Iggy was doing the exact same thing. Right. And I had to keep running and grabbing him off this trampoline runway so he wouldn't get taken down by like the preteens that mm. were running up and down. Like he's two. Far he out. was drawn to it. It was fun. And I could tell for this little two-year-old it was a game for her too. Yeah. But the mum had just done it too many times that she was like, enough! Mm. And then just pulled the violent card smack is intense i mean i'm sure she's doing the best she can with the tools she has with the you know capacity Mm. she has if she's a young parent like that's got to be incredibly challenging and maybe she doesn't have support around her but oh Oh, man i know sorry to bring the vibe down but i just did i did we were on like a funny sage story i know here we are at corporal punishment hey we can still save it let's vibe it back up okay what can we do (laughs) hit me with your nuts yeah there's a vibe All right, so DLs, I have to say this. Revs and I were fighting over this knot spawn. So before the episode, we always have to remind each other, have you got a knot spawn? Have you got a knot spawn? And um, look, I'll let Revs talk. She got to claim this one. I claimed it. I said, it's mine. Give it to me. Yeah, I'm dirty and I'm annoyed about it. But just know that both of us back this knot spawn. It's okay. I'm going to do a chummy setup. Go on, babe. Give us some context. How many times have you wanted to send a gift to someone? And you're like, okay, I'll just look online and I'll either send some flowers or there must be like a cute gift box, say like a new mom or someone who's having a rough time or someone's birthday that you can't like go and drop something off to their house. A lot. Yes. And all the time, same experience. You're like, oh, it's all a bit shit. It's Mm -hmm. all from a gift fair. It's all wrapped in fucking packing peanuts and it's not worth 150 bucks to send someone some tea, you know? Yeah. Anyway, this new local Northern Beaches brand has launched, but they do all of Sydney it's called 12, T-W-E-L-V. The branding Ooh, actually, is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's gift boxing. There's three different options. It's more gift bagging, wouldn't you say? Well, it's in a beautiful box that's in a beautiful tote bag yeah. that you keep. That's It's very chic. It's got a Zodiac twist in that you can have ev- all the – so the gifts are like beautiful ceramic coffee teacups, little dishes, beautiful candles, um, cacao powder, teas, beautiful things to burn, like just stunning gifting, things you would give to your girlfriend, sister, mum, all those kind of things. But packaged so beautifully, really, really thoughtfully curated. And then it's got this Zodiac twist so you can have it wrapped inside the box in Mm. this beautiful um, tissue paper and these gift cards. 
all included that are for the Zodiac. Mm. So I could wrap yours in Sagittarius. You could wrap Love mine in that. Cancer, whatever. It's really, really cool. It's just, it feels personalized, but also it's elevated and it's chic. It's basically worth giving. Yes. Like, you know, like you're going to spend a hundred plus dollars on sending a gift box. You want it to be actually beautiful. And it these really are actually beautiful. chic as hell. It's so well done. And what I love is she's launched with just three. Three, yeah. So at three different price points, yeah. they're 150 through to 250 it's 95 through to 235 oh, 95. oh yeah. so there's a under hungy bag which yeah. i think is amazing you can also create your own like you can sort of put one together how you like it as well it's so nice and if you need to send a gift this would be so nice for a new mum. i mean the tote bag alone seriously i use the tote it's bag stunning. as my handbag yeah. now yeah anyway big 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 fan so 12 without an e yes yeah, t-w-e-l-v they're on Instagram. We'll put it in the show notes. Show notes, and we'll chuck it in our Instagram stories as well, so you can find them easily. But big, hard recommend. Beautifully done, guys. It's a great not spawny revs. Yeah, it's a goodie. All right, hit me with your not spawn. All right, I'm gonna support Goliath business. Yeah, tonight. It's fine to do that today, tonight, the, whatever. Where, who am I? Where am I? The people sometimes just need a quick Coles reco. You know? Yeah. Okay. This one's a Target one. Great. We love Target. Now, as you know, I'm deep in the homewares search at the moment for everything Yo Cabba Cabba. Mm-hmm. I found the most amazing linen cushions. Now, I say I found. This was a tip-off I got from my sister-in-law. Right. But girl delivered, went to Target. They're called the Gigi linen cushions. Okay. They're fucking beautiful. Wow. They come with a pillow insert already. An They're okay f- one? An okay pillow insert? Yep. Good yeah. one. Okay. Not, not, like a sad, not like a sad share house vibe. No, no, no. It's not sad share house vibes. The linens are beautiful, but specifically I want to focus on their stripey range. Oh, cool. So there's like a pink and cream striped cushion and then there's like a navy and cream one cool. and they are beautiful. They are $30. Right. And now, they're linen. They're linen. Actual linen. Actual linen oh. from Target. And they'd be amazing on a couch, but also they're amazing on a bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to chuck on. If you want to refresh your rooms a little bit but not spend a bomb, Love it. go to Target. You can check them out online, the GG cushions, but look for the stripy ones. Feels Those like ones. these things will sell out quickly as they always do at these places. Came out in Target. Yeah. Get yep. on it. Get on it. That's it. Mine's a short one. Can, I, can I just add a little makeup hack? No. What? Oh, okay. (laughs) Just real quick quick, because we were just talking about it. Yeah, okay. So I've tried the Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter that everyone's fucking obsessed with. doesn't work for me. It's dry. It doesn't, like, give me enough coverage. I don't know. It's just not right. Is that a powder? Is it a foundation? No, it's a liquid foundation. Everyone on Instagram is like, when they break down what they have on their face, it's always Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter. Anyway, I was like, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to fork out the money for it. Hated it. Mm. Wrong. Everything about it was not right for my skin. And then, like, I have been using Maybelline Fit Me Forever. Um, Emco Beauty. Emco Beauty. Love. Love all these, but, like, nothing was feeling quite right. And I was just loving my skincare but not loving my base. Mm-hmm. Anyway, had all the skincare on. Had a Zoom meeting. Quickly used my Emco Concealer mm-hmm. just around, like, the edges of my nose, you know, a little bit of T-zone and around my lips, whatever. Like, where under your eyes, wherever you not put concealer, just quick dabs. Blended it with a beauty blender. And I was like, um, this is amazing. Don't need foundation. 
So just skincare and then a little bit of concealer on top and then did my like blush bronzer the rest of my face. Hey, is this your vibe today? This is my vibe right now. Your skin looks amazing. Right? Yes. So you've literally blended concealer just in over th- your whole face. No, not my whole face. But you've put it in those spots that yeah. you mentioned. And then just but then you blended, blended it out. out. Yeah. But it's not oh that, that means my skin can breathe a little yeah. more. Like and like places like my high cheeks and my like, you know, eyelids don't need foundation on them. No. So anyway, little life hack there. Just added a second not spawn. But yeah, my MCO concealer, beauty blended out. It's like better than foundation. So good. Yes. And your skin looks like skin. Yes. That's the other thing. It's not cakey. Mm. You just look fresh. Thanks. Put my skincare on this morning. It mm. feels like it can do its thing. Well done, Revzy. Anyway, enjoy that free tip <laughs> from me, the beauty blogger, <laughs> Kate Ray. Oh. Hey, have a great week. Have a wonderful week. DLs, yeah. we'll be back in your ears on Friday. And this Sunday, special DNM bonus content is dropping. I just have to tack on to that. The Good Mama episode in DNM oh, yeah. has been a huge hit. You are Unsurprising. Loving her. I mean, everybody loves the Good Mum. And everyone says, I wish that I had the Good Mum's advice when I had a newborn. Mm. And, you know, Revs and I will be smug about how lucky we were. Yeah, but share it with your friends with newborns because she's an oracle but yeah this weekend we've got dating after divorce Divorce. dropping so if you want to get into that if you've got a little if you're just feeling sticky beaky over it or if you are navigating that yourself we're gonna get right into it sleepover style and lastly right before we disappear i do want to mention we've had a few android Owner DLs rage at us because obviously you don't have access to the Apple subscription. We're working on it. We're working on it, guys. We're working on it. Okay. We don't want to be not inclusive. And you're not going to miss out. We will be able to give you all those. The full catalog of DNMs. Yeah, the full catalog of extra apps, but we just need to work out how to do it. Look, we're not technical boffins, you know? We need to work these things out. So uh, thanks for bearing with us. Yes. Yes. And just know we've got you. We're working on it. It's coming. We love you, DLs. We love you. See you Friday. Bye. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. Sorry, that was rogue and I (sighs) apologise. Hope you went asleep. Bye-bye.